I have a good background. So this is the attack of the giant crabs or whatever it is. No, yeah. the attack of the crab monsters. Attack of Roger the crab Corman. monster. Yes, that's right. So that relates to Chopping Mall. Ah. Which, yeah, by the way, way, I knew nothing about Chopping Mall as far as history goes, but apparently the director was buddies with Roger Corman, and Roger Corman was the executive director on Chopping Mall. And guess who was another, I mean, executive producer, sorry. Jim, Jim Wernowski. Well, I was going to say his wife was uh, there, too, as a producer. Yeah. Julie yeah. Corman. Right? Julie Corman. Julie Corman was, was a producer, yes. And I have met him I have met him before. Who, Julie? No, Jim. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. And you've met Roger, Roger Corman before, too, so this is kind of cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Con there's a lot of connections. Um, well, the, the crazy thing is, okay, so I was looking at the trivia about this, just kind of getting background information. And one of the things said that the director went to lunch with Roger Corman before they made this movie, right? Yeah. And Roger Corman, after the lunch was over, well, so I guess on the way to lunch, the director bought a yellow pad, notepad, to take notes. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and so after lunch was over, Roger Corman was like, okay, forget everything you learned in film school. I'm going to tell you what to do and what not to do. And so he made a list of things to do and things not to do in movies. And so he said he's been using <laughs> and, it ever since. The director's been using a, it. And wait a minute. And he came up with that? <laughs> well, this feels like a Roger Corman movie to me. It, it's like a, it's like it's somebody a, else directed it, obviously, but it, it has is, that Roger Corman-esque quality to it. Yeah, but... Well, anyway, in case people don't know, we're talking about Chopping Mall. Chopping a group mall. of young shopping mall employees stay behind a party, and they get locked in, and they get attacked by killer robots. That's basically a, yeah, in a that's, nutshell. And on the posters, I like with their little tagline on the posters, it says, where shopping will cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wanted to do this because of the holiday season, because everybody's out shopping. Yeah. And... <laughs> so anyway. You know, it's... I they only did one thing that I really really liked is they just started right in. Right? Only one thing. <laughs> I, trust me, trust me when I say I I I did not say that lightly. <laughs> that this film, just from a director's point of view, does everything wrong except for it does just get into the action. And uh, you're right about I, that. I wanted I wanted to ask you something. <laughs> where is it? Where is it that it that they came up with lasers for the robots? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't I don't know where that came from in terms of the timeline of even the time. I mean, where the hell did the lasers come from? I think they were Star Wars fans. Yeah, it must have been. Oh, we need somebody lasers. Mu somebody must have been. <laughs> oh, another thing that really hit me all of a sudden when I was watching this was like. This was 1986. There's another robot movie that came out in 96. In eight, no, 86. There's two movies that are about robots came out in 1986. The other one was Johnny Five. Remember? Uh, yeah, uh, short circuit. Short circuit. Short circuit. I was trying to remember that. Right, and I and and the parallels couldn't. Well, how did he get? How did Johnny Five become a nice robot? He got struck by lightning. Yeah. How did these robots become killer robots? <laughs> they get struck, <laughs> struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. Yeah, you know, I, I've always liked that as a as a backup. Um, that goes that goes all the way back to Frankenstein, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Getting struck by lightning can can have widely varied uh, <laughs> effects on you. You know. Well, Dick Miller too getting zapped. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I and I love I love the fact that that obviously Dick Miller was one of the higher paid people that yeah. was there, and so therefore they killed him off immediately. He was one of the highest paid people with one of the most useless parts. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, oh, I'm the janitor. Bam. Ah. Oh. Well, no. Okay, one thing I think they got right about this too is that I enjoyed just watching these dumb people, these annoyingly dumb people. Right. Die. <laughs> so, okay, it was kind of therapeutic for me in a way. <laughs> I love I love the girl. I, I I I love that there are like such varied varied uh reactions to the shots of the uh, 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 uh of the uh robots because the robots lasers do everything from <laughs> from just barely winging somebody to literally blowing their head apart. Right? Those are my favorite shots, by the way. That, the blowing the head, the blowing the head apart thing was was probably amazing, the the most amazing thing. I mean, uh, but otherwise, Jesus. Well, man. it was a very predictable movie, and it was uh, obviously a B quality movie, I would say. Yeah, and and you know what? Also, I have to say is the the girl who wound up being the the final girl. I was I was betting on the girl in the flannel. Ah, oh, I was too, actually. Yeah, because because she seemed to have like more together, right? Uh, and then when she got killed off, I was like, "Well, guy, I I I was literally left with going, well, which one of them is going to be the uh, <laughs> the final girl? <laughs> Didn't expect that one, you know? No, I had the same thought you had. It was interesting how that worked out. Because because that girl had some presence on screen. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and this girl did not at all. And I I, I thought it was it, it was, but but I, I have to admit the the whole thing with the um, uh, the paint <laughs> spilling the paint and all this, <laughs> that was just yeah that that was uh, it was pretty weird all altogether. I thought it had everything you need in an '80s horror movie. Yeah, I mean think about it. You had uh, tits. Yeah, well, that was my number one thing. I listed boobies. It always is. Bad boobies. decisions. Boobies. Bad, bad decisions. dialogue. Yeah, no fun. Cheesy acting. <laughs> so, so I think somehow, if you just get a somehow, just get a it, bottle of wine it, and have some cheese with it, <laughs> some eighties cheese. Yeah, eighties yeah, cheese. <laughs> so I actually kind of had fun watching it, and just because it was so bad. But I, it was it, it was <laughs> you know you know it, it's funny because. Uh, we saw we saw a Jackie Chan movie not long ago, right? Yes, the, one yeah, of Jackie story. Chan's police story, and uh, police story was not by any means a great film, uh, but uh, compared to this, well, the action was amazing in the police story, though. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> That's a big difference. It, but compared to this, it was Citizen Kane. You know, what I mean, <laughs> well, I, I worked in I've worked in a mall before. There's absolutely no way to get locked in a mall. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I love the fact that they kept going up against safety doors yes. and hitting safety doors, and the safety doors are locked. And you're going, that's it's that's not even actually possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it was it was. Um, yeah, it was those doors are really thin. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and plus, there's always another inch exit at the back usually. Yeah, I I. Uh... Oh. It was actually filmed at a real mall. It was uh, Sherman Oaks, and it was the same mall they used in uh, Commando. <laughs> yeah, but 
it's the Sherman Oaks Mall that they filmed inside of it, and all and the, they had to do it at out, night. But all the outside, all yeah. the outside shots are of the Beverly uh, of the uh, Beverly of uh, the one that's uh, down in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have known that. But yeah, well, they had to shoot this after after the mall closed, and apparently yeah. they had to have no sign that they were there by nine yeah, a.m. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so their budget oh must have been really low. Oh, oh, oh boy, uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've been there. You know, really, where you have to oh. clean up everything. Oh yeah, oh, oh my man. god, you know, you where 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 you literally, uh, I I used to hire crews to come in like a couple of hours before uh, you wrapped and start cleaning up. Right, you know, well, because yeah. nothing get, can get more exhausting than uh, trying to uh, clean up that thoroughly at the end of the day. <laughs> I can you, imagine. <laughs> you need new eye. You need new eyes on it. You know. Oh, somebody left some robot blood here. <laughs> yeah, everywhere, <laughs> blood, blood everywhere, and and most of and and boy, an awful lot of that blood uh, stains terribly. Yes. And, and and one of the things that we used to do is we used to come in. And uh, we would go to any area that was gonna, likely going to have blood on it, and we would take anti-graffiti paint and 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 spray it down with anti-graffiti paint. And the nice thing about anti-graffiti paint is that you can put it on, and you can just literally put it on almost anything, and it just doesn't leave any indication that it's there, oh. right? But if they go to paint that wall later on. <laughs> <laughs> they can't oh, that's funny. whatever color it is it's gonna be that color forever wow huh well this also i, I have a lot of little tidbits because i found like a few things that I thought were interesting yeah. like it was re it was released as killbots apparently the original yeah. title was killbots right but i guess they thought that was too close to the transformers and the poster looked like it could be a cartoon yeah <laughs> so, so yeah. they changed the name because they thought that. that that was the reason why people were coming to see it <laughs> Yeah. But apparently it did yeah. well enough in the box office that they actually talked about doing a second a sequel, a sequel to this one, which would have been really interesting. <laughs> I think they should do a sequel now and do it in a mall that's that's closed down and been out of business for years. Like, you know, one of those malls that's just kind of growing over right now. Yeah. They oh, should yeah. do a remake with the same characters. <laughs> uh, yeah. And exactly. have one of the robots come out of the, the weeds like, you still here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I thought the Roger Corman connection was the most interesting. They had all these hints about Roger Corman in the movie, and I was like, "What's going on?" Because they had the Attack of the Crab Monsters. Uh, they were watching the movie. Yeah. Right. And then in the mall, there was a place called the uh, Little Shop of Pets. Little, little shop. Yeah, Little Shop of Pets. I noticed that. I did. So when I started yeah. looking at IMDb, I'm like, "Oh, there's all these Roger Corman connections," and I'm like, "Oh, he was a producer on it." So there you go. But he was right. uncredited originally, apparently. So. Yeah, well, you, you know, I uh, that that has to be one of the first things Jim Win Winorski did. Oh, I think I, it was his. Uh, yeah, it was one of his early ones. I'm sure. I, I actually didn't be. really look that closely. Jim Winorski has done just uh, schlock movies uh, consistently. So know? he took. He said he took thorough notes when Roger Corman was telling him, "Forget everything you learned. I'm going to tell you how to make films." <laughs> So I guess he has a notebook with all the stuff in it that he memorized. You yeah. You know, but he's done, uh, that, yeah, he's pretty much done. Well, he did Cobra Gator, Bigfoot or Bust. Yeah, I, I was going to say. <laughs> Scared Topless. Oh, my God. That uh, that notebook's worth the, at least six bucks today. I think I've been scared topless before. 
But you got to remember, these are his most recent stuff. That's so, his most recent stuff? Yeah, that's that's like stuff from 2015, 2020. Yeah, well, that's... It, it, it's, it's been that way for a long time. <laughs> but this was his second movie after... Uh, it looks like The Lost Empire was his first one. And then Deathstalker 2 was his second one. And Big Mama 2. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, a, a string of hits. No, so I think he... Well, Return of the Swamp thing. It's, it almost looks like when you look at his early movies... He's trying to be Roger Corman. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, there's no doubt about it that um, he he's one of those guys, and he writes a lot of that, a, a lot of them, and pro probably in his bathroom during the weekend. <laughs> well, who doesn't write movies in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole, the whole, the whole thing in one weekend in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I can see it. I can I can totally see it. Well, he wrote the screenplay to Screwballs. I mean, that's 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 like Shakespeare right there. Yeah, compared to com <laughs> comparatively, yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, it's it it it, it is it is so funny that uh, that the whole thing had such a schlocky such a schlocky feel, and. Uh, it's just interesting. Julie Corman was the, uh, it was Julie Corman, right? Yeah. Was she was listed producer. as a producer. Yeah. It's funny because as, as soon as I saw her name in the credits and then I saw the movie and I thought, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you know, so you said you met this director. Did you like work with him or did you just happen to know? Him? I, you know what? I, I, I think that I like met him on a stage next to us. You know, it's the way you meet, you meet a lot of people in 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 uh, in Hollywood and LA and in stages that are right next to the one that you're working on, and and I just known him to to be like a a, a Corman clone. Yeah. <laughs> well, this picture in IMDb is pretty funny. It's like, yeah, he looks like a really happy guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he was a really happy guy. I mean, you know, he 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 was he was living the schlock dream. <laughs> Well, apparently he still is, looks like. Yeah, there you go. I mean, sure. his most recent one came out in 2022. is Giantist Battle Attack. That sounds amazing. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you rate this one? See, I, I found it like to be a fun movie to watch, and I, it, once I accepted the fact that it was going to be bad, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you, you know, uh, I have to tell you, I, I did think to myself that this would have been a really, would be a good good uh one for you to have as wallpaper behind you you know because you always have a really bad film behind you um and and, and this would be a great one that, well i'm trying to be i'm trying to use public domain stuff right and so this is this has been protected because you don't want to mess with chopping mall yeah boy i what do, what do i think about it I, it was it was um it was uh, uh talentless uh completely talentless um uh, other than dick miller um no he was amazing and and he was amazing and 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 quickly gone <laughs> oh yeah but i i think the, this guy has an interesting career because i keep scrolling through his credits and i'm like oh 2012 he did busty coeds versus lusty cheerleaders followed by piranaconda Piranaconda. Piranaconda. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's 
He is an artist. <laughs> <laughs> so I give it like a, I don't know, a two probably. Yeah, I, I would go. I would go with a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly a, certainly not much better. I have to say that. <laughs> but I, mean, I really enjoyed the how stupid the robots were because you can literally just knock it over probably. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the fact that the, the fact that they're shooting at the robots, robots, and and the the funny thing is is. And this was kind of the, one of the things that it, there didn't seem to be a particular thing that you did to the robot that killed it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, oh, we, we found a weakness and da, da, da. there was none of that. It's like Walking kept, Dead where they just shot him in the head or. Yeah. You know, they, they just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then all of a sudden it would <laughs> kill it would kill it for some, no particular reason right well there's a scene where they're running from the robots and they went by this escalator i'm like well it doesn't look like those things could go down or up escalators so just right right and the next thing you see is you see it coming up the escalator <laughs> right <laughs> but right. those things move so slow i'm like it was ridiculous yeah, it, but yeah yeah <laughs> but no dick it's it's all worth it to see dick get zapped Yes, yes. Dick Miller getting killed. Dick Miller. I should be specific when I say Dick. You should be very, yeah, very specific. Dick Miller. He's one of my favorite actors. He's been doing a lot of stuff. It's because not not every Dick is the same. And you have a connection with Dick Miller because I know I've seen him in Tales from the Dark Side at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember remember him from way back in the day. So, yeah. So that's, I I, I mean, you you know, the the thing is, is nothing nothing happens outside of the absolute bare minimum of what you would expect. And and I think that because of that, I, you know, the thing is, is I figure if you have absolutely no money at all, that, that at least you could do something halfway interesting because there isn't anybody looking over your shoulder, you know, to say, well, you know, you, you're, that's, that's a bold choice. Well, this is his second movie, and I'm sure he was stressed out about, oh, I gotta get these shots in before the ball opens. I gotta clean up. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> true enough. And Corman, I'm sure Corman said, oh, you could use any set you want. Just make sure you just, you know, yeah, just, put it back yeah, the way it you is. Know, to just put the camera, just put the camera here and have the robots go past it on the right and then go past it on the left. And then, and then, <laughs> and, and you got all your robot stuff right there. <laughs> right. Just spend one night doing robot shots. That's right. One night doing robots. <laughs> well, apparently they had two extra robots on hand in case the three, the three main robots, they got. Yeah. Injured in during it, the action scenes, they had two extra ones on hand. Wow, it's. I mean, that was that's kind yeah, of big budget yeah, if you think about. I mean, woo-hoo! if I was doing a movie like this, I'd probably have one robot to work I, with. I <laughs> I worked on a film called Livewire. Oh really? <laughs> which was which was like little rolling robots that uh, got a can you actually actually I should say honest in all honesty, I had no idea what the robots did right. <laughs> All I know is that I showed up. I showed up on set, and I was working with Peter Chesney, and, and Chesney was like, um, was uh, uh, had, had like made them all radio controlled, right? And we were supposed to use them with radio control on the set, and uh, and the, it, it never worked right. And for some reason, for some reason, you know, the the, the RC units that we had were were getting radio uh, receiving radio. Uh, <laughs> Uh, control from like everywhere in the planet, you know, and uh, it, it, you know, it's like it's like robots supposed to just burn like this, and 
AD man was, comes up to me and he goes, well, what can you do about it? I go, well, you know, I could just get a piece of wire, drag it across the screen. And so I did that for two days. And Peter Chesney, when he found out, he was so pissed. Really? <laughs> he was like, you did what? Is this well, too practical? Yeah, it was a little, you know, he's <laughs> Peter Chesney, Peter Chesney. And, and, you know, Peter Chesney, I love Peter Chesney. He is a, a great friend. He, he, he is it's really a, a, one of the, a strange genius in his, in his own way, but he has a way of overcomplicating things. Uh, and, <laughs> and then, you know, Mick, all right, Mick's got a way of oversimplifying things. <laughs> and so I dragged his really expensive, you know, uh, RC. And, and when he found out, he, he wasn't happy, you know? And I go, well, you know, you can be, you can be as pissed as you want, but, uh, but it worked. <laughs> it works exactly. So, uh, so, and and besides that, you know, the the film came out being called Livewire. So, that's exactly what we used, Livewires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's uh, that's that's kind of the, the, you know, the best laid plans of men, uh, mice and men, you know, uh, usually uh, comes comes down to flushing the toilet and using a wire when you have to. Well, I I, I have to say. Uh, when I was working on Blade, right, uh, we had all these pumps uh, hooked up uh, for the shower sequence, right? We had all the pumps hooked up, and uh, we, we kind of dummied the system down as we eventually came down to, like, having one person on each pump. There were three huge pumps, right? And we had per one person on each pump to throttle them up and, and turn them on when um, when we started rolling, right? Um, and, and so I, we kept dumbing it down and dumbing it down and dumbing it down until we got that, because, you know, uh, everybody goes for radio control and stuff like that. And I'm going, eh, I don't know about that. You know, let's just do it with a red light. So they literally did it with a red light and they hooked it. They hooked the red light onto a garage door opener. And, <laughs> and when we started and we, and no, when we started filming the, uh, sound guy, had the bell, you know, he had the bell and the, the, the whirly gig uh, rolling uh, light, right? Right, yeah. On, on, he also had it on a garage door <laughs> opener, and he had it on the same channel, and and we wound, we wound up having to go through there and mop that whole set <sighs> come up. It's a, it's a good thing that we just made it tile and and, and completely anti-graffiti painted that. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> we had to clean everything up and then start again. And I was like, God damn it, I kept told, telling you people, <laughs> just just take a wire and run it out there. Because, you know, the, th the thing is, is uh, motion pictures, uh, for the most part, um, you got to keep it dumb. Yeah. I mean, not simple. Well, use gravity, right? You use gravity. When, when at all possible, <laughs> use gravity. And, yeah. it, and it, if and if gravity doesn't work, film it because that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I remember using gravity on Vengeance. Yeah. Having to glue some stuff. You just threw some stuff in front of me and said, glue it together. And I'm like, glue okay. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then we just put it on a string and... Whoosh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, dumb. Just I dumb. almost glued my hands to that thing, by the way. But oh well. <laughs>